and welcome to Pedantic Handwavia, the podcast that tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. Jeff. Simon. I, I don't have a beginning for this. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I, thought, I thought it would come to me in the moment. And I was like, days of the week, like big old trees, giving birth to creatures. Yeah, no, couldn't, um, couldn't come up with I anything. think um, Mr. Alex Trebek... The question is, what is Norse mythology? <laughs> there you go. And it's it's what I just said. It's the days of the week, giving birth to animals and to big old trees. Yep, that's it. That's the episode. Yep. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so this week is Norse mythology. Um, and it seems like we're doing more like the, the myths that intersect with... Uh, people rather than the gods existence themselves yeah i think for the most part i mean you know they're they're gods gods. i don't know how else we would break that down they're like they're like the thing that has to exist in this in this logical world that we are creating they are gods well well here's the thing do we think that god powers I'm sorry, I'm sure you have stuff we want, you want us to get to. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to sideline this. Because no, I have done on. zero of the research for this episode. <laughs> Which is why I always do the research for the episode. Because then I'm invested. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that how that works? That is how that works. We stay on track. Uh, because I'm invested when I do the work. And Jeff doesn't. Here's the thing. Are, are we gonna try and be like like Loki's like ability to shapeshift? Are we gonna try and explain that? Uh well, that is my first point. So if you want to just well, kick it off there, awesome. go for it. Let's bud. do it. Okay, so if anyone does it, well, we gotta explain what it is first, dog, man, G. What, what Loki's ability to shapeshift? No, with Norse mythology. Oh, I guess we already did, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it stays yeah. the week, trees, and giving birth to animals. Yeah, so for some, I don't know why, I, this is now just part of the episode. Uh, North mythology is the mythology that was, you know, uh, followed and kind of passed on orally by people of Scandinavian descent. Mm-hmm. It's it's like really well known. And actually, uh, who, uh, what's the writer that I'm forgetting the name of right now? Uh, is, is it, it Neil Gaiman? Neil Gaiman. I was going to say Terry Pratchett, and I was like, no, it's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I might have low-key done mm, 80% of my my uh, 80% of my research today uh, by taking that book off my shelf. Well, well, so that's good. It's good you have that book on your shelf. Um, <laughs> but Neil Gaiman it's is, like, is like the, the person to go to for the stories that are in Norse mythology, I think, at least in the English speaking world. I mean, I guess if you don't want to go directly back to the original source, um, I'm sorry. I don't speak whatever it is. What do they speak? Probably old Norse. Oh, okay. and it's yeah, not that far off from English. If I'm entirely honest. Well, yeah. Cause it's kind of like old German, isn't it? Uh, I don't know old German at all it's kind of but it's like very similar to like beowulf language which is old old english mm, yeah i mean you know there's a lot of cultural exchange when people were invading other people and mm. languages kind of got mushed together the best culture cultural exchange good old history 
Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, we're talking about Loki is the, uh, spoiler alert, not Sarah Odin. What? That's correct. Who knew? Everyone did. It's part of a very large franchise movie. <laughs> um, what? Lo- that Loki is not the, actually the son of Odin. He's adopted. He's actually a frost giant. That's... Oh, I mean, like, he's also just Odin's blood brother. Hmm. <laughs> That's right. He's not the son of Odin. He is the the blood brother of Odin. Well, but he was I still mean, stolen in the as comic a baby. books. He might. Are we doing Norse myth or Marvel comics? We're doing because there's going to be a difference in those origin stories. I am pretty sure he was still stolen. No, nah, I think they just met each other on the road and became best friends. Well, I know I don't know anything, Jeff. How about you describe these things? <laughs> And I'll just shut up. Uh, I will. Loki met Odin when they were wandering on the road and became best friends and blood brothers. You gotta put some light. more? Do you want more? No, you just gotta, you gotta have some like liveliness to it. That's what I'm saying. God, that's, that's your thing. That's your jam. I'm, I bring us back down to, to <laughs> normal to talk about things. All right. So anyway, let's just dive right into head Loki. Head Let's just like headbutt right uh, in the face. Yeah. So Loki's like, you know, he's a, he's a fun loving sort of, sort of frost giant. Uh, uh, would you say can, a, a precocious goofball? Uh, yeah, largely. Um, who, you know, just kind of does their own thing. Uh, without much regard of how terrible the repercussions are going to be. Uh, and part of that is that he can shapeshift. You can oh, turn himself into little tiny flies. Uh, that's other right. People, Lo- and you Loki, know, stuff like that. Doesn't Loki get his powers when he like takes the blood oath with Odin? I don't remember that. Maybe. Now remember the fact that I have. I think he the could t- just do that from the beginning. I think it's just frost giant magic. See, I thought he was like, oh, maybe I don't know. I, I now remember the fact like, that I yeah, the watched- frost giants have their own magics. Acer have their own magic. Veneer have their own magics. I think. Yeah, it's a lot. I just I watched Ragnarok, the the Norwegian show, mm. and they that's how they do it. They have it is that uh, Loki gains his like real magical abilities or unlocks them when he becomes the blood brother of Odin, and their bloods mix. Mm, could be. Anyway, sorry that was a yeah tangent. So, <laughs> I mean that's the theme of the show, really. Uh, so we wanna just get right into how. Loki, Loki, blah, 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 blah. Loki is able to shapeshift. Sure. Uh, I have a question you always gotta ask. Shapeshifting. This is question number one. <laughs> what, do you have a question? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I was. I the <laughs> uh, the, uh, the question is: Can he change size? Yes. And mass. Okay. He can. What I was laughing at was mm, mass. I'm not sure. Size definitely. Oh, that's what I mean. Like. When he's a squirrel, does he? Is it Ant Man logic? Is it no logic at all? Or, uh, like when he gets small, does he still have the the weight of a full size man? When he gets I big, is he imagine like very dispersed? Not because he is able to like fly around as a fly. 
Okay. Uh, which would be very difficult for a fly to achieve if they weigh the amount that a full-grown man does. Uh, yeah. Especially so like a muscly no Norse man. conservation of mass. Okay, and obviously the second question is, is, is he hot? Uh, can be. We will okay. get into those details in my next question, I think. <laughs> okay, good. But let's solve this one first. <laughs> well, sorry. Oh, I have to ask the two first questions of shape-shifting, which is conservation of mass and conservation of attractiveness. Um, right, and yeah. the answer for the first one is no, and the answer to the second one is we'll get to it it's, in a minute. Maybe. Um, okay, so conservation, what are the things that he, so you mentioned he goes, turns into a, a fly. Is it turned into anything else? Like, uh... Uh, does turn into many things. Um, like, what's the largest thing he turns into? What's the most extreme thing? Ah, uh, man. I mean, just, I could Google it. I'm trolling for ideas. Like, what's the, what's, like, the biggest, like, does he ever turn to, like, a planet? I don't believe he turns into a planet. Yeah, because that um, would be crazy. <laughs> hold on, let me let me just Google things Loki turns into. Okay. <laughs> That's a perfectly normal Google search, I'm sure. Uh, well, this website is useless. Well, yeah. Um, well, it's because uh, you're not using you're not using this podcast's best friend, which is the fan wiki. Fan wiki. Can't do that. Loki. What does Loki turn into? And also, I would like to say that we are not including... So we're, also, we're not including Marvel. We're also not including the Jim Carrey movie, The Mask. Um, Was there much uh, crossover there? Oh, yeah. That's what The Mask is about. The Mask is like the mask that Loki is... A mask that Loki makes. I actually think that like the, huh. the mask that takes over your face, or, like the mask that allows you to transform is part of Norse mythology. Like, it's taken in a way weird direction in that movie, but... Maybe. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to give it a second a second watch. I've probably watched it more than once. I'll need to give it a, a more recent watch. Um, But yeah, no. Uh, Loki can turn into other people. He can turn into, like, just whatever animal he wants to turn into. But it seems like it's limited to biologic creatures, biologic things. Uh, I believe so. Cannot turn into, okay. like, an inanimate object. Okay, okay. So, I mean, like, obvious, obvious, like, oh, first, like, a priori response to no, no conservation of mass is that he is, like, somehow giving off his mass in the form of energy, which I'm now understanding is like a very anime way of explaining that. Yeah, actually, now that you mention it, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, like I'm thinking about it and I'm like, boy, that's like for sure a scene in My Hero Academia. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, but... So he just has like a, a battery that he stores all that excess mass into sometimes and just retrieves it later. I kind of like that, actually. I like that yeah. better than what I was going to say. So we're going to go with that. Yeah, I like, but it's not like, uh, it's not like a battery like the way we see it. 
it mm-hmm. it's like it's like a perpetual motion machine is how i think of it like the energy gets turned into like a kinetic or thermal energy and then is stored in mm-hmm. some kind of machine inside or organ inside of loki could be um i mean it is also within norse mythology which has all kinds of just crazy things going on so it could be that he has like a device somewhere like just you know tucked in a corner of his room like under a a cloak or something that no one's noticed that just he just stores all that energy into um or can draw from i mean it's in character for loki to have a perpetual motion machine and not mention it to anybody (laughs) well so i'm just like saying okay i just think that i like it better if it's like a biologic thing than like a mechanical thing okay so because i don't want to go the route like the norse mythology the norse gods are like aliens or advanced civilization or something like that right That'd be crazy. That'd be insane. Um, yeah, who would write that? <laughs> so is that is this like organ? Is that just a thing giants have, or hmm. is this like a bespoke Loki little, uh, little can, cybernetic add-on that he has? Can, what did I say about aliens? Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, can other uh can other giants transform uh i know other giants can like do illusions and stuff i'm not sure offhand if they can transform so i think i mean i think i think it has something to do with the fact that loki is is he completely giant uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they necessarily go into that much background with Loki hmm. or how much Loki background we can trust them being Loki and all. Okay, yes, because he's got like a whole bunch of parents that are possible. Maybe. I don't remember. I mean, he's also like a, like a trickster and ne'er-do-well most yeah. of the time. Well, so I'm so I think I think it might be bespoke to Loki. Like I think, and I again, I know I just said this, but I think it is like a, like something he has done to himself. Like I think he's oh, okay. like a Joker like character, where like he's so unhinged that he like modifies himself and, and has... he just tucks all that extra self into. Like, and I guess, did he develop this organ? Like, where, where does this come from? Does he just unlock it one day? Does he just unlock it? You know, <laughs> I think, I think more what it is, is here's what, here's what I think it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you mentioned that Frost Giants got that illusor, illusory magic, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that Frost Giants have an organ that is like used to produce the, that illusion right okay um that was like used to store the energy for that and i think that loki has figured out a way of instead uh of converting his mass into light and then storing it within that organ okay 
So I guess I, I can accept it as being like a, an intrinsic uh, giant kind of thing that they have, and he just He's found a new learned way to how use to it. use it in this particular way. Yeah. All right. Uh, so going on from there, uh, just Loki being Loki, and, you know, he can turn into different things, and uh, I guess... You know, sometimes some crazy stuff happens when he's in those different forms. Uh, like when he was a horse this one time. Uh, and got impregnated by a different horse. And then gave birth to a horse with eight legs. Okay. So, like, the the change is also fundamentally changing the genetics somehow the the biology yeah yeah i i and i think i mean i i don't think it is our explanation is an issue as long as he still has the organ that holds his mass okay and just part of that like so it's not He's also able to change, like, the fundamental genetics of it? Or is it that of, like, himself? Or is it that, uh, yeah, like, okay. whatever... Hmm. I, I guess I don't know how else to explain it. Um, <laughs> I, no, I know what you're saying. Like, like if he was just, a, like, horse biology, but still had the genetics of ha- of giant, then right. he's, he's a sterile horse. Right. Um, if he is or assumed to be sterile horse because it's probably pretty different. Um, but so he has to be able to like be able to produce like horse gametes to reproduce. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Here, uh, here's just a weird I, mean, question. I guess we have some is, wiggle room though, is because he the, is he it the... was not a perfect horse offspring. Oh yeah. I, and I, yeah. And I'm going to exploit that. That is, I is what I'm going to exploit, <laughs> but, do uh, was he the was he the stallion or the mayor in this case? He was the mayor in this case. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. Right. Uh, oh, that's right. Because he would have to be able to give, he would have to give birth to the horse. So of mm-hmm. course he's got the he's the mayor. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, uh, uh, what if he's like an anamorph? <laughs> I thought you didn't want to do alien sign. <laughs> I okay, I don't. But what I'm saying is maybe like he stores the like genetic code of creatures he is around. He just like plucks bits of hair. He's like, I, Oh man, this DNA is gonna be so good. I hate that so he just, much. Like eats it. Uh I mean assuming he has so much control over his biology, maybe he only needs one set of chromosomes and that's why the horse is so messed up. Is it's like the ultimate inbreed? It's a clone, right? What about that? Uh, I don't, I don't know if that really explains it that well. Because, because once um, he takes in the genetic material, okay, okay, he takes some of it and he turns it into eggs because he's got that control. He can change his own organs. Why can't he change? Okay, the organs so it's just else? like is actually Loki has very fine control to edit like anything and everything about themselves yeah not, not the uh, for some reason i'm drawing a hard line <laughs> genetic code but <laughs> uh, uh 
I, what I'm saying is that Loki uh-huh. has the ability to control like the organelles that are inside of them. And oh, so like all of the like the sperm cells he like, turns into somatic eggs. cells are like still Loki DNA. Yeah, but like egg and sperm that is produced while he is in like a different form he uses the uh, DNA that he's like borrowing to be in that form. No. Well, maybe. that's That sounds completely plausible. What I was saying is that he is all Loki DNA. When he gets inseminated, he takes some of that material that has uh-huh. horse DNA and uh-huh. he controls it and turns it into egg cells. And then he inseminates the egg cells he just made <coughs> with the rest of the sperm cells he had. But well, I mean, <laughs> and I guess uh, well, no. Here's here's the the problem with it is in unpacking, like the myth that this story comes from a little bit. Okay. Um, like unpack away. Uh, yeah. Uh, Loki didn't necessarily plan to to give birth to a horse. He was oh. trying to distract a horse by being a sexy. Oh, and man. actually, this answers your question too from earlier, by being a very attractive <laughs> mare okay, and good. distracting uh, another horse. And he got caught one day. Uh, so he like didn't necessarily <sighs> want to have this horse. <sighs> so, but like, okay. So my idea is out the window. My idea is bad and doesn't make sense. Maybe he forgot about it. Maybe he did it and just forgot he did it. <laughs> just one day. Oh, that's right. I have this horse growing in me. Um, 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 um. Okay. Well, now that I have provided that additional information for you, uh, let's revisit my idea that like the new like gametes that are produced while mm. loki is in a different form the only issue i see with that, that form. is that at least in most mammals you uh-huh. don't produce eggs yeah you are born i thought about that as yeah. i was saying like that last sentence <laughs> oh good um, so it occurred to us at the same time <laughs> we were like oh that's right that's yeah, yeah. That's something that happens uh I, yeah i don't know i don't have a great explanation for that aspect then yeah me neither i would say maybe um um uh, maybe the, that uh, um uh okay he stores the genetic information of what he turns into as eggs and now he just can't turn into that horse anymore because it got used up by that by that other horse oh. making a new baby horse. <laughs> so you're saying like the thing that he uses to store DNA is our eggs. He just has like a uterus full of different creatures. Yes, eggs. that is what I am suggesting. I like this because I'm assuming I keep on knocking my microphone onto my lap. Um, I like this <laughs> That's because a I, thing. I am assuming he turns into things that aren't mammals. And therefore have, like, hard shell eggs, like chickens. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, at no point in any of the myths that I know was that contradicted. Hmm. So you could just have uh, 
I, I like this idea. chicken eggs inside him all the time. I like this idea, and I'm actually going to go one step further. Oh, good. I think I think Loki stores his the genetic material inside of him as gametes, as sperm and egg, and when he wants to mm. transform, <laughs> he combines them. Okay. And that's what he used. So he has like a whole bunch of eggs, and so he's like a like those creepy spiders that like float with their egg sacs. Um, so he's like full of eggs and full mm-hmm. of sperm, right? But it's only when he wants to turn into a creature, and he's like, "I've got to know how the biology of this creature works." He goes, "Boom, baby creature! How is it supposed to grow? How is it supposed to form?" And then he just does that. He just like speeds up the process. Yeah, he he right. provides more material and more energy for that process. Um, yeah, I guess I can accept that. I just like the idea that he is just full of eggs. Yeah, no, that's why I want like, to accept it because I also very much like that aspect. Like you cut him and just eggs pour out of him, and right. it is like the grossest thing you could possibly conceive of. Because nobody, one hundred percent, yeah, nobody wants eggs to pour out of anything. In fact, the the words "eggs" and "pour" should never <laughs> be in the same sentence. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Unless there's beaten in the middle of them. At the beginning that, of eggs? That's the uh that's all it takes, huh? Well because I'm trying to like scrambled eggs is a sentence I'm fine with. Poor scrambled eggs. Poor bean mm, eggs. Mm-hmm. But I'm not fine with eggs pour out of uh, a person. <laughs> a, a grown man, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Do we want to just kinda riff on loki eggs for a little while or do we want to talk about uh the well that mimir guards that gives people wisdom hmm. tell me tell me about this well that what's his name mimir yeah uh well actually i kind of told you all there is to tell um oh. uh in one myth uh odin made his way there and told Mimir like, Hey, I'm your nephew. Can I have a sip from this? Well, uh, Mimir says, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Odin presses like, Oh, come on. Yeah, Cause he's why, your, he's your nephew. You don't give anything to your nephew. Right. You know that uh, you don't give but Mimir was willing to exchange a sip from the well for Odin's eye. So oh. he just popped it out. And took a drink from the well, and wisdom flooded in him, and he could see clearer and further than he ever could with two eyes. Okay. So just wisdom. It it grants the ability to be wise. So I like this. I like this, because it's not intelligence, right? right? It is wisdom. Mm -hmm. Maybe the... Okay, I know we go back to it a lot, but what if it's like that season of Futurama, that episode of Futurama, where... Which just has parasites. Yeah, who make him smarter and faster. Has it ever occurred to you that, like, Futurama has, like, got some pretty great... Writing in it? (laughs) Yeah. Like, accidentally or not, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... I kind of like... I also like the idea that it just has parasites in it that 
massage your brain into being more wise. Into being more wise. Well, so, okay, I think what we got to break down is what makes someone wise. And I think it's it's experience. Right. And And I think it's not only experience, but I think it's clearly evaluating experience. Mm-hmm. So understanding what what brought you there, what happened, why did it happen accurately, which is a very it's a this is a very like difficult thing to nail down. Maybe yeah, it, maybe it it's has just, more of a like an ethereal kind of vibe to it than just straight up being smarter, you know, maybe he it's LSD <laughs> <laughs> And now he's just high a little bit all of the time. High a little bit all the time. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, if there's going to be something that's going to, like, open your mind, it's going to be LSD. I mean, I I can accept it in that, like, it's not necessarily wisdom as, like, you know, the average person would describe it, but wisdom in that... Odin is making connections and like leaps in logic that other people wouldn't necessarily make. And people just remember all the times that it worked out and not when it didn't. It's like, oh man, that's that's some good wisdom Odin well, drank. It sounds like you had already solved this. So, I mean, I am working off of your LSD suggestion. If it sounds like it worked really well, uh, it's because I made it good. (laughs) Uh, I want to take this one step further. I think in in this world, uh, vaccines cause autism, and (laughs) Odin is now just autistic. He has just kind of removed like the social aspects of his decisions, and in doing so, he makes very like calculated and well thought out decisions. Like he's like Homo economicus because right. he's removed this. I don't mean to say that like autistic people are are like soulless or heartless, <laughs> but mm-hmm. like he has like a diminished like social aspect to his brain, an empathetic aspect of his brain. And it allows him to make these kind of cold, calculated decisions far more easily. Okay. So it just kind of... uh, Whatever part of it... Like, I don't want to say necessarily, like, made him more, like, introverted and less wanting to, like, worry about what other people are on about. I think it's like... I think it's like... I think it's like heavy metal poisoning. I think, like, parts of his brain have died. (laughs) <laughs> and I, there's All like right, the, the, we can the go parts with of his brain that are associated with like this like socialness this like this like mm-hmm. the the at least in decision making like your decisions have obviously have impacts on, on other people but he is not affected so much by like i want to have the best outcome for me it's more my okay, goal is you know the best outcome for everyone What's the mm-hmm. most likely best outcome for everyone? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like he's got I like a more logical. That. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I like that too. It's better than that, and I think that was that was a good little walk we had from LSD to <laughs> from parasites to LSD to maybe a little problematic uh, <laughs> explanation on autism back to 
not a problematic explanation on autism. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Sorry about the problematic explanation on autism. Um, it, you corrected it. We're good. Yeah, but I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it, uh, it's part yeah. of the process. The process is important. Yeah. We yeah. it's it's character growth. We we saw a good arc here. It's a really, these are seasons that we're releasing. <laughs> <laughs> They're all you. What what our listeners don't know is that these are all interconnected episodes. And yeah, you have all, to listen to them like every other episode. Uh, yeah, because we got a lot of order. filler, and then yeah, you you'll figure it out. Yeah, I I yeah. trust everybody. Yeah, like um, the time the time that Bleach had all those episodes about the soul that was filling ishigo's body and he like runs around being a superhero yeah we have a lot of those you know what I'm talking about. yes exactly uh so while we're here um and we're making friends with mimir um i, I love there was mimir. a time this guy yeah, just no, has so... a, a contaminated well he is right up my alley <laughs> This is the first time my degree has been useful in the show. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, it's not all, you know, good, good news with Vamir and his contaminated well. Um, <laughs> he was sent to be an advisor for some fellow, not important. Uh, and okay. the people, long story short, cut off Mimir's head and sent it back to Odin. Okay. Uh, who then rubbed it with herbs to prevent okay. rotting, which uh, okay. that's easily explained. We're not going to get into it. Yeah. But did also like chant and say different rites over the head and okay. it came back to life. Okay. Just a normal guy, but only a head. Okay. How do? Here's the thing. I want to know about Norse mythology. Right. When people die, what happens to them? Uh, depends how they die and who they are. <laughs> if someone fairly important gets beheaded, where do they go? <laughs> if a named character yes. in the myths die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, if a I... character dies, where do they go? <laughs> I think most of the explanation on what happens when people die is like when humans from Midgard died, because you know it is Norse myth and was it's, it's pertinent, to you know, writing. religion. Yeah, right. So they would explain I... what happens when lazy people die of old age as opposed to what happens when you die in a glorious battle i don't know if they necessarily okay. go into what happens when like veneer or acer or giants die okay um okay so uh what how what happens when you die when you're lazy versus when you are like a cool dude uh you go to hell which okay. is ruled by hell who okay. is also Loki's daughter. Oh, that's daughter. convenient. Okay. Yeah, no, it's it's funny how those names work out, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's when you're lazy, and uh, when you're good, you just go to, what, or Valheim? Um, I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, no, it's whatever the, like, I think giant Valheim, mead hall Valheim in the game. sky is. Valheim's a game. I think Sovngarde <laughs> is from 
Skyrim. I don't remember yeah. if that's Simon actually Guardians Norse myth. Sky- yeah. <laughs> uh, but it goes to like the actual Norse myth version of Sovngarde, where you kick it in a mead hall, partying all night, fighting all day, and then coming back to the mead hall after you die to party all night and just lather, rinse, repeat. Okay, so what I want to know is, is that, like, your soul or your body or, like... Because, like, that I'm thinking, like... That is your soul? Okay. But then they're also kind of corporeal later on in that's Ragnarok. What I, that's what I mean. Like, um, Prometheus, not Prometheus. Who's the dude who pushes the rock? Sisyphus. Like, yes. physically escapes in Greek legend from Hades. And is like a body at that point. Like he still has his body. He still is walking around and doing. I don't things. think. I think there's one dude who made it out of uh, Hades. Hades. Yeah. Okay. And, and are you? If you if you're gonna say that it's Hades' son, but um, with whatever his name is, I Hades also boy? don't remember his name. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, you would think the number of times I played Hades, I would remember his name. <laughs> yeah, me too, right? Um, you, now I, I can't I, remember the name of the actual person. So, so, so Sisyphus's first crime is is dying and escaping death, and then when he dies again, that's why he's punished to his punishment. Mm, I don't remember why Sisyphus was in Tartarus, so I'll take your word for it. I believe that's what it was. He's a king. Could be. I could tell you why Tantalus is. But this is all Tantalus getting is. into Greek myth and not but that's, Norse yeah. myth. But that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, like, is it is it possible that when you die in this world, your mm-hmm. body is still like you still I have like I think when you die, you do leave a body behind. It might be like. I mean, obviously, you leave a body behind. (laughs) I like it could be like when you pass between like the different realms. Okay. um, Like I don't know. There's whatever. Does your soul have a corporealness to it? My computer is freezing. I think no, but I think like the the energy transfer needed to like get between different realms like from midgard to somewhere else or somewhere else like back to midgard like there is like condensation of matter or something that happens on your soul does that make sense yeah i'm using my headphone mic so the audio for this episode is gonna sound real rough very good <laughs> uh because audacity you doesn't like swap it midway through and i can't i can't call it good and let's say want to count again i can't swap it midway through oh man i can't count the first time it's up to you Nah, it's fine like yeah. i'm hearing the audio and it just sounds okay but i you. think i think it doesn't sound like you're using a telephone audio from my so here's the thing. I'm using two. I somehow figured out how to use two devices. <laughs> and I've been recording with my headphone jack, which is now blowing out now that I've released it from its cage. Uh, okay. Because I was like, why is my audio so quiet? And it's because it's because it's not ne- near my mouth at all. Good. Well, we can try to count again if you want. I don't I- know how confident you are about your headphone mic. It's fine. We'll just use it. It'll be good. It picks okay. up stuff. It's just quiet, and it just kind of distorts stuff. But 
I see. It's fine. Okay, so you think that there's like a corporealness to when you come back to the world, right? Right. So what I suggest Mm -hmm. is that the soul, okay, Mm -hmm. of a person needs to inhabit their whole body. Like they need to have an equivalent soul and body to live, right? Okay. So if you only bring back the head, only the head is going to be alive. Okay. What, like, I get what you're saying. So when, like, Odin called Mimir's soul back, only the head of Mimir's soul came back, right? Yes. How does the head stay alive? Is it like the animating force of the soul? Like, do none of us actually need hearts and organs or anything? Uh, 100% the soul keeping us running. Here's the thing. Boy, my audio is very loud right now. Um, it's fine. Just change the levels on the fly. <laughs> it's you yeah. Well, that's what I've been doing. I it's having, having a rough time with it. Uh, so here's the thing. Oh, that's a good. That's a good level right there. Here's the thing. I think what I think is going on is I think you're mm-hmm. much like your head needs to be cut from your body. Your head soul needs to be cut from your body soul. So they're all connected. So mm-hmm. the reason you die in this world is because your heart, stomach, brain souls leave and they bring the rest of the soul with it. Okay. And what what Odin is doing is commanding someone on the other end to cut off the head soul and send it back. Now you might okay. ask, what's, what's a soul? How does it keep the brain alive without like energy and nutrients and stuff? Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I I think don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No. I think I think that the the body and the soul are always like entangled. So as long as there's like guys on the other side pouring milk down the throat <laughs> of this guy. You know what? I guy's neck is going to have an idea a- and it's that Oh thank God. <laughs> Odin <laughs> Odin brought like all of Mimir's soul back, but the rest of Mimir's body wasn't there. So, so like the, if you're looking through like soul vision, like you see he's all a little boy. of Mimir like there, just yeah. like flopped on the table and just the head is like the corporeal part. The rest of the souls there just it can't do anything because there's no body to do anything with. Uh, gotcha. But um, like the soul is still doing all of the like, you know, like metabolism and all those boring things that you'd need to keep things alive. Hmm. Okay, but so uh, do okay. I I get what you're saying. Uh, you say that his whole body is there. Uh, like the a whole ta- soul like, body. I mean, like it's the it's the for some reason I'm hung up on the size, <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, well, it could be like okay, sure. There's like entanglement or something. So like the the soul. No, we can throw my idea out. Complete. I'm fine with that. What I'm saying <laughs> is, who boy, this mic is like the the closest thing to my face, and it's so loud. <laughs> um so what 
now that you've bought yourself some time to to think of the rest of your explanation, what issue are you having with? You say size. I, You're having I, an so, issue with size. Yeah, like I, I'm thinking is like, are you imagining this as like the Mimir's soul is like attached uh-huh. to his head, and it's just being dragged along behind. One hundred percent. That is what I'm <laughs> okay. saying. Okay, that's what I was like wondering. So my question is: When he eats things to sustain himself, does he need to eat soul food, or does he need to eat regular food? You know, I think they had some good soul food cooking up there, and uh, <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh huh. Like so, like shellfish and beans and rice. Yeah, I mean, it's like a large genre of food. I, I don't know if we don't... have to unpack all the different dishes that Mimir might be eating. <laughs> but he's got to eat the soul. He can only listen to soul music. He can only do a lot of stuff. Uh... Wait, so that's that's what you're saying that that's what he needs to eat his soul? Well, I mean, yes. If we want to co- really commit to the bit, yes, he does. Okay. Uh... But really, all I'm saying is it's a corporeal head being, like, dragging around the soul uh, body. Uh, an incorporeal body. Yes. I have solved I have solved my mic issue, which is to put my microphone behind my pop filter and then talk. <laughs> I hope it sounds good in Audacity because it sounds awful over Discord. <laughs> I am sure because I'm also right next to my very powerful <laughs> mic. Here, let me turn that shit down for you. Is that better? Yeah, that's a little better. You're good. Okay, it can keep going. Um, okay. What else do we have? Uh, we got... <laughs> oh, we're just leaving that. Okay. <laughs> well, I thought you said that. we can continue. I... I thought you were content. I Yeah, I, I'm good with I have no better explanation than he's a... <laughs> they, like, for somehow they brought back part of a soul... No, they brought back the whole soul. It just only had a head that could slot back into. So here's the question. Why doesn't it slot back into the body? Because the body's not there. Odin only got sent the head. But it's... Oh, oh, oh. So Odin... It has to go to Odin. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And then the question is, how does it remain functioning if it doesn't have calories? (laughs) Oh, it's all... But, like, so... You're saying that, like, souls can digest? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, that's what they do uh, in actual Sovereign Guard that I don't remember what it's called. Um, Man, this is, like, it's true. a like, horrible you think... thing to forget. <laughs> you would think like, you would remember Like, a pretty it. basic thing in Norse mythology. Right? And, like... The everyone in every Norse show possible shouts Asgard. No, it's not what it is. Oh, I swear. Valhalla. Valhalla. How could both of us have <laughs> forgotten Valhalla for so long? Yes, it's Valhalla. <clears throat> Man, we are bad at bad. things. Uh yes. So Valhalla. Yeah, I agree. Right. They do have to consume food in Valhalla, and that enables them to fight so i fine are we ready to yeah. move on are you yeah satisfied? i just wanted to make it internally consistent that's all i wanted okay um so now we have what's this fellow's name balder who is the son of frigg who can't be hurt by anything 
Good. Uh, because it seems Frigg went around and made everything that can hurt a person promise her that they wouldn't hurt Balder. Wait, so like a sword, she was like, hey, sword, don't hurt my son. And the sword said, yeah, sure. okay, sounds good. I'm down with that. How does one get promises from inanimate objects? <sighs> I think the promises are not literal. Okay. I think the promises are... Um, um, Metaphorical. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I think... I think that she devised a way... Of making sure that every material um, mm-hmm. wouldn't wouldn't work on her son. Ooh, I just hit myself okay. in the face with the pop filter. And, <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> and so you know how I was making that joke about you having to hold your microphone like a stand-up comic? Uh, yeah, is that I, what you're doing I, now? I have to hold my pop filter like I'm a stand-up comic between <laughs> me and my mic or else uh, my audio is bad. Good. Good. Yeah. All right. There we go. Uh. Yeah. So I think. I think. What's the deal with a uh, boulder's ability to withstand all damage? So what I'm thinking is maybe it's not like all like be uh, like maybe what she did was she was like all uh-huh. things that hurt people are made uh-huh. out of atoms, and I'm gonna my son isn't gonna be affected by atoms. Okay. Not um, Adams. A T O M S. A T O M S. Only <laughs> people named Adam. Yeah. He's um, only no, named well, Adam. And here's the the thing that will kind of blow up that spot is um. Oh, good. Mistletoe never made that promise. Ooh. And okay. Can and did kill Balder. So you hid this from me. I you did. Were, you tried to be tricksy. I am a tricksy and... boy. And I fell right into your right into your trap. You activated my <laughs> trap card, Simon. Okay, maybe was she, maybe it's like immunity. Maybe she just like beat the shit out of her kid with <laughs> everything that could kill people until he was immune to death. <laughs> so you know help me God, you're going to be immune, but to swords. <laughs> uh uh that's like the kind of the best idea i have what about what about like um what what if it's like um so here's the thing how mm-hmm. what how uh what would make someone immune to damage uh i Here- think probably what would make him someone immune to damage would be getting a promise by that thing to not damage a person mm, helpful really <laughs> that's a very good guess and uh, okay um, so here's the question i have that's better than that right can he be damaged by these things or can he not be killed by these things i think it's that he can't be damaged by these things because okay. in the story people are like shooting arrows at him and they're just bouncing off of him so i think i mean honestly i i honestly think this is my honest interpretation Mm -hmm. honestly um right now i want you to be honest here simon (laughs) don't lie to me i think that that she just invented body armor for him like he's just (laughs) very strong so here's the question how does how does the mistletoe kill him does he eat it 
No, he gets shot by it because it was attached to an arrow. Oh my god. Why don't you make these things easier for his old Scandinavian <laughs> people? Um, um, yeah, and I mean, like, he's immune to other poisons and stuff, though, so it's not necessarily body armor. But I don't know what other sort of sort of tactic on this one. I was kind of hoping you would drop a a little nugget of wisdom that I could nurture a little bit, but you you thought I was going to still drop. waiting for that nugget to fall. Listen, sometimes I'm spent, and sometimes <laughs> I have a difficult time thinking of a way. Like it, maybe he's just like because the thing is, is that he's he's immune to poison. He's immune to damage. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So let's Ooh. yeah, let's think I got, outside I have, I have the physical box. Do you have an idea? I got an idea. Well, Give me your idea. The, so my idea is that Balder is really like um, he's really like the T one thousand, like he's like or the T one hundred. He is a like a a robot, like an automaton that that single weakness is whatever you said, mistletoe. Right. And 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 yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. They attached it to an arrow, so the arrow didn't pierce him, but the mistletoe did? I don't 100% remember. It was Loki doing Loki things. He might have turned mistletoe into an arrow, or, like, covered the head of an arrow with mistletoe or something. Okay, because mistletoe is a poison. It is poisonous to people. Okay, so it could just be that, then. Like, you know, that little minute nick that happened uh when the arrow hit him that otherwise wouldn't you know do any reasonable damage it you know it just causes little tiny micro cuts or something and that was enough for the mistletoe to get in there and and really do its its dirty work really really Uh, get in there really yeah and i mean you know, he Balder didn't have any other sort of natural immunities because he wasn't able to be affected by anything else. Yeah. So, well, what I was thinking is maybe Balder is like uh, the alien. You know, remember that scene from Men in Black um, where the al- the very small alien is living inside the man's face? Right. Yes. Okay. I think it's like that, but it's Balder and it's his own face. <laughs> um, and so, like like uh the mistletoe can can like uh diffuse into the body cavity of balder and therefore kill the little balder that's inside <laughs> okay that's gonna that's gonna um, be my, my poetry book name when i create my compilation of poems it's gonna be killing the little side inside the man who lives in simon's face <laughs> yeah the man who lives in his own face see i think that's not the worst possible explanation if we want to keep it like you know in kind of the physical realm of it um do we want to kind of kind of explore the more uh like metaphysical kind of space and explore the other realms that exist in uh norse mythology like maybe those things are like actual sentient things that you know share space in like physical space in midgard or something does that make sense so like like, they live yeah like all the all the human versions of them are copies of the original sentient versions and some weird yeah something like that Hmm. i um I still don't know how like y- 
like so if i go to say a different planet and i copy mm-hmm. a sword uh sorry a man who is swords for arms and then i ask <laughs> right. the original man not to kill me that doesn't mean mm-hmm. the copy i've made won't kill me that's the <laughs> issue i have is that like i don't see how the copy carries the intent of the original or how the child carries the intent of the original okay well do we want to bring up the entanglement idea that you wanted to touch on earlier and then didn't no (laughs) (laughs) that's fair um i I didn't really have much of a direction to go here uh if i'm entirely honest i just kind of threw it out there because i not super happy with the with whoa, the wait. other explanation whoa, but whoa, i didn't whoa. have anything to back it this up this is the first time i'm hearing of this you don't like men living inside of other men's faces uh no i think it's wrong and <laughs> against it's god and, it's adam and eve not adam <laughs> in another man's face <laughs> not adam not a smaller version of adam living within adam's <laughs> face and face. eve <laughs> boy the Boy, those arguments, those religious arguments are getting oddly specific and directed at our <laughs> car podcast. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I, uh, I, I, okay. I mean, like, we can stick with Balder as a tiny Balder living in Balder's face. I honestly <laughs> don't have a better explanation hey, than that. Despite I heard you like Balder, so I put Balder inside of Balder. Now is. you can Balder while you Balder. Sorry, you were talking. No, that's fine. It was a good <laughs> backdrop to me talking about how bad your explanation was. Uh, okay, how about this? How about this? It's all psychosomatic. Uh, Loki convinces Balder that the only thing he is immune to is mm. mistletoe. And so the only thing that he... Or so the only thing that he's I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stop you there because there's a lot more of that story that I didn't get into because the details were kind of irrelevant. <laughs> Except now they're the relevant. <laughs> well, it's... Baldur's brother, who is blind, shot Baldur with a mistletoe arrow, and Loki turned himself into an old woman to talk to Frigg to find out what could hurt Baldur. Okay. So, yeah, it it wasn't relevant, really. Moral of the story, mistletoe is the only thing that could hurt Baldur. Gotcha. So it is actually mistletoe. Right. What if it's... What if it's, um um what's what's unique about mistletoe nothing nothing's unique about mistletoe <laughs> not a single thing <laughs> um it is the, the omni plant um <laughs> just like lettuce uh oh it's poisonous it's spiky it's got red berries have, have they tried other poisons on them i don't believe in the story they discussed using other poisons and stuff on them there we go but I think... he's described as being immune but yeah no one verified I, it I, I think he's i think he's immune to most to a lot of points i think it's two different things we're seeing here okay i think mm-hmm. i think one is he's immune to, to poisons and disease apparently i maybe i don't know did anyone dip did they do like a punji stick uh did, did, this, did this greek greek How, mythology yeah. story take like a like a slight <laughs> dive to southeast asia <laughs> I um, don't think so. So he, um, I, I think I think he's yeah. got his immunity. He's got his invulnerability. Invulnerability. 
Uh, Got it. And so what I think his invulnerability is he's just he's just really tough. His skin is is like crystalline or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, right. So nothing that's like human generated can pierce it. So we haven't seen him up against like a nuclear device. <laughs> a nuclear device doesn't need to be tipped with mistletoe <laughs> to kill Balder. <laughs> uh, ah, that's perfectly reasonable to me. <laughs> and and let's assume he, we only have poisons that are available. So it's not like he's not doing like asp poison or like tree frog poison or like rattlesnake venom. So, so maybe the thing is, is that like, she just like did the Sicilian gambit and made him, uh, immune to every poison by slowly dosing him until he was immune. All right. So he just is a very tough boy who has been microdosed with almost every kind of poison. Yeah. I'm sorry. Is that sound more re- or less realistic than a boy in his head? I like it more than a small balder living in balder's face and you're wrong but it's fine (laughs) this is the episode you're leading so it is the episode i'm leading and here we are Um, here we are what do we have i have a handful of things left do you want to do another one or let's do do let's do let's do one more i don't know how much it depends on how bad this audio is if it's gonna be like maybe i'll just like cut it short (laughs) Uh, yeah, so we have, and I'm going to say this wrong, uh, Naglfar, I think? I think you said that great. Which is a boat made out of the fingernails and toenails of the dead. Okay. Uh, the first thing I want to get into... Gross. Who's collecting all these dead people's nails? Uh, well, so here's the question I have. Uh-huh. Is, did you just want to bring up the fact that this is a boat made of fingernails and toenails of dead people? Uh, well, not it's and I... dead people, but the fingernails and toenails of dead people. But I'm saying... But yes, it, I, I did want <laughs> yeah. to bring this in because it's a very silly boat idea. Okay, so... I mean, anyone could be collecting it. Like, I- I'm thinking, like, you know that cult? Is it called the Dawnbringer cult from uh, Oblivion? Okay. I feel like if you got a cult like that, they would for sure harvest toenails. Okay, so it's just, people. yeah, literally a group of people. Or, like, or, it's even working better. with it's, hell. Yeah, you can up corpses. You don't even gotta do that. You could just kill a bunch of people and steal their toenails and fingernails. Well, yeah, it's the toenails and fingernails of everybody. Yeah, so it's like it's like you know, it's like you know how, like it's like trophies for winning a war, but instead of keeping like hearts or ears <laughs> or teeth, you're keeping fingernails and toenails and making a boat out of them. Right. Okay. So it's just some weird cult. Who are like ordered to go out and gather nails from yeah, dead this, people? This completely seems like something that could exist in our <laughs> world. All right, I mean, I'll I'll take it. I'll accept that as an explanation. That I enjoy the idea of someone digging up my corpse one day and only taking the nails and like <laughs> hear that? giving hear my that, my corpse a, a gentle kiss on the forehead and. 
putting it back in the ground. Well, maybe don't do that because formaldehyde <clears throat> is really toxic to skin. Um, I mean, I'm not the one kissing myself on the forehead. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm instructing our listener. This is the cultist. Yeah, who is listening to this in, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe 2035 and is mm-hmm. um, digging up your your long, long dead corpse. Maybe eight or nine years. Boy, I regret making this joke. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, I've been eternal thus far. It's bound to end <laughs> sooner or later. And that is in uh, what I what I regret about this joke is that it, in is the how little time you gave yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I gave you like ten years. <laughs> and in my brain, I was like, "Oh, this is a funny thing." And then in my heart, I was like, "No, that's very sad. I don't want to think about that." <laughs> I understand that Jeff is old, but he is eternal. Right. I will never die because I choose not to. Exactly. <laughs> that's all it takes is there anything it else about really isn't true um yeah i mean the only other thing about that boat is how are you making a boat out of nails oh easy do you go on uh oh i was gonna make a I was gonna man make that a... explanation's a lot harder when you're pressed isn't it? Uh, it it isn't i'm gonna make a pun and it's gonna be a very good pun and it's you you make it with boards as well that's pretty decent i like it thank you because get it because nails uh, nails can mean two things yep mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you make a boat out of nails and boards and then some pitch that's why it's such a good joke it's a very good joke it's even better now that you've explained it <laughs> uh i make jokes so regularly on this podcast everything on this podcast is dead serious as our flat earthers have told me um <laughs> um i cryptids did not yeah. receive the same attention <laughs> <laughs> and we like blatantly yeah, laughed at that one it's <laughs> weird how often people are looking up flat earth isn't it it's very odd uh and how likely they are to click on a new flat earth thing without really looking at where it's coming from um <laughs> and just how willing they are to immediately comment on it so here's what i'm saying is you can make a boat out of anything. You just have to be able to make a deep enough uh, craft mm-hmm. to have buoyancy work on it. So it displaces okay. more and, water. Yeah, and they have all of the nails from everybody who's died. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. And That's I why mean, they need all of those nails. Yeah. And you can like grind it up. Like, are they like whole nails? Like what I'm saying is like, you I can mean, grind up, like mix it with like a pot. Are they making like nail cement? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying they're making. Nails I guess they cement. might be. I don't know if they. I don't know why. <laughs> Necess- yeah, <laughs> doesn't seem like the most reasonable building material, but, but sure. I- imagine how metal that is. You're just like, hey man, my boat is made out of nails, and then you're like underneath your breath, you're like, and some epoxy. Because <laughs> I don't think you can. They, like... d- they don't have to know the and epoxy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, fine. Because you can't like weave nails together. I mean, it's it's keratin, so maybe it's like tied together with hair. I mean, I guess does, maybe. Does that make it more? They or don't less take pleasant? anyone's hair, but maybe whoever's making the boat just is. Uh, maybe they just need has a lot of their own hair. Yeah, maybe they just need less hair. <laughs> I like the idea. Yeah, you can just make it out of cement. You can like mix it with up like some sticky stuff, some sandstone, water. All right, so that's a uh, nail boat and uh simon's newest project explained 
Yep, that's that's what this entire thing. <laughs> a, a podcast is pivoting again to uh, how uh, how to make maker podcast, how to make podcast, whatever it is called. Sure, yeah. About cement, nail cement. A let's build. It's a let's build about nail cement. <laughs> I've been saving my nails for the past ten years, and we're gonna grind them up. And we're going to make some cement out of it. It's going to be fun, guys. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, no, it sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. What I'm looking forward to is uh, listening back to this episode and then hearing the weird uh, mic uh, volume changes. Shenanigans that you went through? Yeah. It's going to be interesting. That's fine. I turned my volume down like a third of the way in also so that'll be good for you and it's only by a little bit (laughs) oh yeah normally it doesn't affect it that much Mm -hmm. and it's a lot easier to change volume than it is to make someone more audible anyway okay yeah i see what you're saying yeah i mean i got a bunch more i'm i i'm gonna say i have a whole book of this stuff but i think we're good it's an hour 19 minutes we can always return to it we could do other mythologies too. yeah we can we can do (laughs) one of those part twos we keep alluding to Uh, that we only did one of i think right now what we have a part two for cryptids i uh, think yeah we do i mean like what we like said we were gonna do part two. Oh yeah no i do not have a list of that we did scooby-doo as well Someone tell us. <laughs> um, Someone who listens to this podcast because we don't. I do. I just don't listen to it in order. Yes. So right, I, is that I, it? Are it. we happy? Yeah, I think we're good. Cool. All right. So with now that Simon is content, mm. uh, that's can, that's what this podcast is about. It's just satisfying, Simon. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's what I'm here for. Oh, yeah. Just satisfies um, me every day. <laughs> that's true. It's uh, it's a good way to live. I mean, it is. I enjoy it. Yeah. It's it's nice to make other people happy. Hey, you know? And I'm an easy man to satisfy. Does not take much. It's just, yeah. Every now and then, just the random, random joke, random goof bit. Boat based pun. Boat, yeah. Here's the uh, thing. Uh. <laughs> Please, we haven't riffed for 20 minutes before we got into the outro. Continue. I, well, it's because I'm just, now it's occurring to me, again, why not just use wood? <laughs> because that's not as intimidating as using nails. Uh, sure, sure. But also... Would work a lot better. And way and easier, easier to, to get. get a hold of. Yeah. You have to use a lot of dead people to get that much nail. Yep. You're not wrong. I like the idea that maybe, oh man, you know, be you know, be like scary, really scary. Is is it a giant world sized snake? No, nah, that's like who's also one of Loki's children. Nah, he sounds friendly, and like I would want to like hang with him a little bit. All right, teach your own. No, what I'm saying is, if that boat, okay, so you make a boat out of wood, okay, and then you steal the nails off a bunch of dead people, and then you hammer those nails so that they're stuck in the wood like pennies. Right. So that when you see the boat, it's, like, covered in, like, just, like, gross nails, and, like, it's like Mm -hmm. it's like like an armor. Yes, that good human nail scale mail. But I don't that think everyone should have on the side of their boat. I don't think it's effective. I but I do think it's scary. That's like identifiable. Oh, yeah. This person one hundred percent it would be scary. This person went to the trouble of hammering 
nails, human nails into the side of the boat. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not going to mess with them. They can do whatever they want. Like, <laughs> Yes, sir. You have won Ragnarok <laughs> right this way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. You but destroy the world. Yes, please. I'm not going to. It's going to be the sword anyway. <laughs> At least this way I get to do it on my own terms. My own agency. (laughs) Which is, and my agency is telling me, I'm not going to mess with the person who stole a bunch of people's nails. (laughs) This guy is crazy. I'm not going to mess with that. Exactly. There you go. Now we can end the episode, because now we've got like a little, they got that teaser at the end. That like nice good juice that people want (laughs) to, so they'd be like, ah, fine, I'll listen to that. That's what they're coming for. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) the the rest of the pay the rest of the episode is just uh it's homework like your tax for this yeah for this little nugget of goodness at the end it's your scott that's what a scott is by the way what a scott's a tax when someone says you got off scott free they it's tax free okay i'm just i'm just bringing it up because it felt like you wanted to know I mean, I I did want to know. I have um, my hand. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting the explanation to happen right now. I have my hand. Uh, I do appreciate stuck it. Stuck inside of the clamp for my <laughs> pop filter, and I cannot get it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think with that, um, everyone else can meet us uh, at pedanticandwavium.com or on Twitter at phandwavium. Or on the YouTube, send us show suggestions. Um, what else we got? Thanks, Joe Sobchak, for theme music. Mm-hmm. Um, and goodbye, everybody. Good night. We love you. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Uh, I have to talk Simon through how to get his hand no, out I, of a clamp. I figured it out. It, it was just oh it okay. was tough okay. i had to like hold the clamp so it was unscrewing the entire piece and not just the handle piece that's exactly what i was going to tell you yeah. you're such a clever fella i know you know that it's like has anyone I, ever told you that before uh, well my handlers did my little the chimpanzee handlers did oh good good yeah um do you want to mention your stream yeah no nah, probably not okay i hate it it's the worst <laughs> good <laughs> i yeah sure for everyone i was streaming mm, twice uh i don't like doing it but maybe i'll get bored and do it again sometime well check it out maybe at twitch.tv slash no good handles i think jeff should do it with me more often but i also work a lot just yeah the the problem is like when i game i'm like quiet and contemplative and like thinking about what i'm doing and not like narrating what i'm doing and uh you know like being a good streamer i'm bad at being a streamer some would say that you're bad at being a podcaster too not me but some and some people would be right (laughs) uh funny just (laughs) self-deprecating jokes all right yeah we can Um, we can can yes that's it we did the outro you can cut this Whenever you want, Who Simon. Knows Goodbye again, everybody. In case Simon keeps everything in. Good night. Goodbye. We love you again. And stuff.